Good evening, fellow Americans. I had hoped when I became president, I would not have to do this again. Another massacre, Uvalde, Texas. An elementary school, beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders. And how many scores of little children who witnessed what happened see their friends die as if they're on a battlefield, for God's sake. Imagine waking up. Imagine getting ready for the day. Imagine doing exactly what you love to do. Imagine being around the people you enjoy. Imagine doing exactly what you've been asked to do for your own benefit. Where there is no fear of pain, no reason for danger. Imagine waking up the very next day to repeat that cycle as you were supposed to. And imagine that is your last day on earth. Imagine your last experience of life, as small as it is, quaking in fear in an institution of learning. Where that institution's main priority is supposed to be safety and the embodiment of growth. Where now you are in danger of living. Imagine sending someone you care about to this institution every single day without a guarantee that they will come back in one piece. And the sad reality is they don't. As you've heard the case um, in Texas, what happened yesterday, May 24th, 2022, 19 children and two adults were massacred in the third grade or fourth grade classroom and leaving several others wounded. Children, seven to 10 years old, apparently performed the heinous crime of waking up that morning and going to school, getting ready for the summer and summer vacations with their families. Those same families, at least 19 of them, who were planning those summer vacation trips are now having to plan funerals. And I'm going to stress the word children throughout this conversation so you can understand the gravity of the situation at hand, so you can understand the gravity of the horrible nature 
and the act of violence that was committed in a third and fourth grade classroom. This is beyond regulations at this point. This is beyond legislation and rules and conversations on the topic. We are hilariously beyond talking about it at this point because too many people are living it every single day. And their parents who have to live without their children every single day. And children are having to live in fear of their lives every single day. Doing exactly what they are asked to do. What they're supposed to be doing so they could have an enriched and long-lasting life. So I am moved by this. I am upset. And I'm beyond mortified. I'm even beyond disappointed. I'm angry. And I'm hurt. And I'm livid. Because at this point, whether you agree with it or not, we don't care. America does not care that children have to live in fear. Children from the ages of 7 to 10 have to live in fear. And the reason they have to is because people, some people, do not care. We care about miscellaneous crap. We care about non-important things. We care about the unnecessary. We build legislation on the unnecessary. There are people fighting day in and day out in Congress and in the Senate and, and in our government for things that are unnecessary. And as a proud American, I take offense wholeheartedly at this irresponsible action on the actions that have allowed this to continue and progress for the past 10, 20, 30 years. I couldn't imagine sending my child to a school with the hopes that they might come back that same evening and then having to do that same thing the very next day. While my own children are having to ask questions on how to hide, how to protect themselves, what would happen if something were to, especially in an institution of growth and learning for children. Children. We talk about the fragility of a child's mind and how it can be corrupted and how delicate their psyche is and how undeveloped they are and how moldable their personality and their lives, their, their emotional states, and their entire being. We talk about these things in society every single day. Every, there's legislation that's centered around the development of a child. That's why it makes me so mad because you don't care about the child. There are laws that are saying that life starts at conception and abortion should be illegal, that the value of a small child is infinite and non-fungible. There are laws currently going around in schools, unfortunately, that are that are taking away books that are harmful to the development of the child, 
and could mess up their psyche and indoctrinate them, could affect the way they lived in a negative way. But these are agendas, not causes. I'm supposed to sit here. We are supposed to sit here and believe that you want people, particularly women, to have children regardless of their bodily autonomy out of the... um, for, for the betterment and the safety of a child that has yet to been born and yet to have a heartbeat. You also have us to believe that taking out the catcher in the rye and books that discuss death and friendship and love and other natural, that, I'm sorry, progressive topics that happen in every single day, modern day life because it could potentially be harmful to the child or a uh, Certain words are controlled, such as the don't say gay in a school, because it's harmful to the child and their development and their way of living. Yet, you find it hard and you struggle to control legislation on gun usage and gun availability and accessibility because it hinders what you believe to be right. You have more enthusiasm to control language and control bodily autonomy but not to control the devastation that guns have had, not only in our society, but on our children. This is not about children. And I would appreciate if you stop trying to make it about children. I am sick and I am tired of dancing around ideologies that do not benefit the progression and well-being of humans and their rights, only to be outweighed by people's misguided beliefs. If nothing changes, and hopefully it does, mortality rates in children due to abortions and indoctrinations will be the least concern, the last concern, in regards to our children's future. It saddens me to keep having to talk about common sense things to people who do not care. Children should never have to live in fear for living, period. My heart goes out to the parents who have lost their children due to this ignorant stupidity and holding someone accountable does not fix the grave injustices that these parents, these young parents, are having to deal with every single day. So I ask anybody who is a big believer in in that right to defend yourself and that nothing should change, I want you to look at 19 coffins that are smaller than they should be and I want you to feel safe because you have your guns. Now that we've talked about that, unfortunately, there's even more unsettling and heinous conversations, such as the grocery store shooting, where a man went into a grocery store to completely massacre a group of people for no apparent reason. That alone should give you pause. But there's more. Not only did he walk into the store, guns a-blazing, he targeted 
for specific individuals of African-American descent. And the only thing left to talk about in this instance is intent. And clearly we don't know what the intent of this man was, right? Well, unfortunately, we know that too. Written on his gun was slurs and racial insensitive sayings, one of which being at the tip of his gun, here are your reparations, followed by an expletive commonly used for African-Americans. Who was he protecting? Where are these instances, where is the rights to bear arms present? Even on video, he was walking up on a person who was not black and apologized for pointing the gun at him and moved on. I could go on and on and on, but clearly this is more than amendments and freedoms. And clearly from the looks of it, it's not likely to change anytime soon, unfortunately. So thank you for listening. And this has been number 51.